Hey, Empaths. My name is Tatiana. I'm T. I'm Markia. And you are listening to the Empathetic Black Hottie Podcast. We're three licensed psychotherapists here to be another resource in your wellness toolkit. Where our motto is, when it comes to our couch, you, you can, can always sit with us. And we're black. Happy and Black History Month. Wait, I saw, have you seen those, um, this is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. And then pushing their family members out the way. <laughs> this girl literally pushed her toddlers. Yes. Like, for the niggas. She's like, sorry, half-breed. I was like, y'all gotta chill. Literally, I, watch, I just watched a woman push her husband. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Well, actually, I'll start it out because my holding space has to do with Black History Month. Shout out to my people. Sprinkle, sprinkle. I was going to just add on, and and not to pressure anyone, if anyone wants to add on what I'm about to add on, I saw this, like, cute trend of, like, happy Black History Month, too, and they'll just, like, describe a very niche and specific type of black person. (laughs) And from there, I'm like, okay, I want to start my own little heavy mm-hmm. Black History Month specifically to a very niche type one. of person. Good. Okay. So I was going to do two. Mm-hmm. Happy Black History Month to black people who pronounce, who pronounce Chipotle as Chipotle. <laughs> I love okay. you guys. Happy Black History Month, Dad. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so then. Also, uh-oh. happy Black History Month to black girls who tried um, to learn how to braid on their um, Barbie doll head and then it just came out real afflicted so now they just do the best (laughs) that they can and so they can do like a little Pocahontas braid but they can't actually do a cornrow. Happy Black History Month to them too. Happy Black History Month. I feel like it was the mannequin though. You be trying so hard. It was the mannequin. That bright style, fuck you. Yeah, that bright style was built different. It was. Underneath them tracks she looked like that (laughs) thing from Toy Story. (laughs) Yes, she did. (laughs) That Sid put together. She played with me real hard. I was beating her ass. Also, I was editing. Also, happy Black History Month to all the black people who's ever been in an orchestra, and especially, specifically, Aww. if you've done a wind instrument. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the flute players out here. Yes. That was my much show. All right, mine was a little too niche. No, no, go <laughs> there. Go there. Go there. You got to say it. say happy Black History Month to the black girls in the hair store who come and be they're actually helpful and while mm. other people would rather just follow me the fuck around like I'm going to steal these eyelashes and mm-hmm. bamboo earrings mm-hmm. happy black history month to you sis for actually like creating some camaraderie up in this bitch period yes I love when somebody's like I, I used that and it was really really good I'm like <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how it was when I had just picked up um the hair that I have in my head um, somebody was, she was so nice. She was just like, do you need anything, baby? Shout out to those, um, I don't even know if I'll put them in a grandma category. They might be the aunties that always just have those endearments, like baby, or, um, I don't know, what else is something that they say, like sweetie pie? Like, I just love that. It sugar. gives like a sugar. sugar, it gives like just a nice, like calming feeling. I feel safe. Mm. Honey. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, um, was going to the store the other day and this lady was, walking and i forgot my car so she, i went into the store and then i came back out and i realized because of her i must have been going fast or mm-hmm. whatever um and so she was ready to go back in the store and she was well ahead of me but i grabbed my car and um i was right behind her next to her actually and she paused and she said go ahead baby of course <laughs> go ahead baby because i'm just too slow i was like i can wait mm-hmm. i was like if you're slow like the rest of the world just has to slow down and wait Period. and she was like no it's, it's really okay i was like take your time she was like I can't do nothing else. <laughs> she was like, I, I have to. <laughs> That's all I got, honey. I literally just like gave it the heartwarming laugh. Mm-hmm. No, but also speaking of like you were saying, funny enough, because I'm in a um, I'm in an in between week with, with my hair, mm-hmm. so I had on a little ponytail. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had on a little ponytail, and I actually got one that was I'm not wearing it right now, but I had one that was super cute, and because sometimes it was I buy, cute. It's in a real. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But sometimes I buy them and I don't remember what brand I bought it from or anything. Mm-hmm. So then when I come back, I'm like, shit, was it sensational? Was it this one? Like yeah. I'll be forgetting. Mm-hmm. So I just took a picture of it. So I'm in the market after work and this older black woman, she came up to me and she was like, Girl, that ponytail is so cute. So <laughs> she was like, Do you cute. remember the name of it? And I was like, Actually, I literally just took a picture of it. So here. And mm-hmm. then I like showed her the picture. She was like, And she took a picture of my phone. She was like, Thank you. I'm going to go get it. I like it. But mm-hmm. just literally, I'm like, I kind of like 
That made my little mm-hmm. evening. Yes. Also, Aww. you were one of the best to pull off a low pony. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Maybe it's your head shape or something. I don't know. But yeah, it is. Like, you gotta play around. Like, you never. I'm like, damn, she don't even need a part. She don't need no baby hair. She just oh, no, I need a part, child. Bit. Me too. I think what? we have the same shape head. Girl, just brushing my shit back with no part. <laughs> what the fuck? I look like a little mouse. Okay, top looks so cute. Absolutely. I feel not like child. with a part two, but sometimes I don't know. I guess depending on how much I'm doing wear and tear, the part gets gritty. I, I need like that that slow dwarf off a snow white. <laughs> All right, now, who's next? Because you started drawing. But shout out, but all all the niche beams. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep that one in. Because it to my hair Because it already, especially because I get number two. When I went there the last time, it was only one number two in mine. Nah. So I'm like, listen, nah, which is crazy. I know. I'm like, who's buying number two? Yeah, who's okay. buying two? Seriously, okay. all normally one B. One B people. Yeah. It was all these one Bs, but two, it was literally one, and I grabbed the only one that was fucking there. Hmm. So, I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> Better like next time. Spin for yourself. Uh, I agree, like, me and all my friends are at our, like, tired of our hair right now. Yes. Like, but it's like, uh, do I want braids? It's like, not, it's like, kind of too soon. Or it's mm-hmm. like, I want, braids are fine for any season, yes, but it's like, what you know, am I doing I'm in the next girl. six weeks? Yeah. And will braids fit? But it's cold, that? my scope. That too. Yeah. I'm cutting my hair. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Oh my god! I'm cutting into a bob, my real hair. Ooh, oh, yeah, probably like in the next few weeks. Okay. So this, what I have in is temporary. Now, if I don't like it, this will be going back in. <laughs> and that's the lovely but. thing about also being black. If I don't like it, y'all won't know because it will be deep under <laughs> under braids. Absolutely. But you know what? Since I went natural, I haven't even had like a professional like cut mm. straighten like i haven't had any of that so i'm like i might as well if my hair isn't gonna be hairing the way it need to why not actually cut it and get it real you know healthy yeah so yeah mm-hmm. that's the plan yeah i feel like it's been forever since i've seen your like real hair straight mm-hmm. that's yeah. crazy so shop we'll around make sure you find a great natural mm-hmm. hairstylist mm-hmm. yeah now if y'all don't see me with a bob um listeners mind your business <laughs> you know what happened. it was mind it was business. just mind your business um you want to go next? Sure. So mine isn't necessarily necessarily encompassing all black, but it encompasses us. So it encompasses black dating. Hmm. Stay with me, Todd. Okay. <laughs> um, so do you guys follow, oh, I forget his last name, but he calls himself a dating coach on TikTok. He actually is a dating coach. His name's Anwar. And he calls himself... I- Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Has he been around around for a while? Yeah, he's a a matchmaker for like successful black women. Yeah, I think he calls himself a dating coach, but I think he does more matchmaking too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And you know, take take his um, advice as you will, or like some of his input. I know I don't read too much into into my personal dating life, but Mm -hmm. I think what he does is actually pretty cool, and he has a good way of sharing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one of his videos talked about like girl pretty boy pretty man pretty mm-hmm. um and i'm not really gonna get into the, that part but he says this part about attractiveness off the rip around most of us overemphasize or over yeah emphasize our own attractiveness and so sometimes we're not finding the match because we are not really dating within our attractive realm so if mm. you you should probably be in like two temperatures if you're like mm. six then you should be dating like a seven or eight or five or six something like that so i just want to ask because yeah bitch marquia jumped ahead because i can see it but are y'all always the attractive one in your relationship yes damn Kate. well you're a libra <laughs> and i want i want to talk about dating specifically like so the only people that don't count right now are the people we're dating right now so not our current partners or husbands mm-hmm. yeah only the people of your past have you been degrees hotter than them <laughs> I think of course as a woman though too it's not like well I guess it depends on the type of men that you want to date I don't exp- I'm not looking for them to be like I, I feel like why would I not be the one in this <laughs> okay so yeah like so yes but I would feel like it's never like far degrees off like I don't feel it ever looks like it's like what's why the biggest you- gap <laughs> Flash. <laughs> That's crazy. You can't oh, say that. <laughs> not, not the person, just the door. Oh, because I know y'all. I'm digging up people. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's getting controversial. <laughs> <laughs> 
think that's why the listeners don't know who I'm thinking oh about. Oh my God, that's the one person I'm thinking of. Thank God I wasn't friends with y'all yet. I'm, <laughs> and I'm so glad. It never happened. It never happened. Thank you, God. But it, um, there was one time it was very far off. <laughs> the metrics were not. Like, measured. maybe like three or four. Wow. <laughs> I know your wall was wow. <laughs> I feel like oh y'all can definitely side eye me. I feel like my attract like the guys I no I I feel like I wouldn't. Well maybe unless it's someone I'm still more attractive in my relationships. It has to be somebody but, I don't know because I don't feel like anybody that you have dated has been complete. Like I would. Yeah. I mean we all have our types. But I don't feel like yes. it's been. Yeah, I do like far. <laughs> we but I know that about I can be walking down the street and I know exactly which one of my friends. <laughs> and it ain't the same thing. I guess it's not the same when, area. At if all. your friends are like people in the same data pool, I can see mm-hmm. how that could get complicated. But Ooh, I love that. That's like yeah, mm-hmm. not in our ministry. Not at yeah. all. There's. I do think. One thing about me, I don't care if my friends find the guy I'm being attracted to. Yeah, at all, at, at all, all, at all, Mm-mm. at all. I don't care if they care about his height, his glasses, his. <sighs> my man, my I man. I hope he can dress enough. But <laughs> in essence, I don't care. Like I but, just like you. But even with friends and the attractiveness thing, it's it's less of like I've never thought that any yeah. of my friends dated someone where I'm like, Bleh. yeah. Like, it's, it's more God just damn. a taste Not thing. To throw up. But it's just more of a taste thing. It's like mm-hmm. this person, cause same thing like. You know, if I see Harry Styles, I'm like, that is an attractive man. Mm-hmm. Would I date him? No. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like usually that's how I feel about my friends. I never think that they're ugly. That's a good one. But I'm just it. like, it's a, just a taste thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, at this point, it's just like metrics. Like, it's more of just like preference versus yeah. like actual so attraction. Yeah. 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 I do think I didn't think of it that way. And that's why I mean right here, kind of kiki and like, I don't go out and purposely seek to be the most attractive in my relationship. Um, But when I look back, I was like, ooh, some of those numbers. Yeah, I don't purposely do it, but it'd be done. (laughs) Alright, so what's the biggest gap? Like I asked Todd, she dated a three or four. What age group are we saying? Like now, like back. I would say last 15 years. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was putting on. Or 10. Okay, fifteen years definitely three or four. <laughs> Ten years probably like. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> okay. Okay, for you too. The biggest gap, or the lowest number I've dated, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> probably a four. <laughs> oh wait, so did you say they're actually like you would rate them like a four? Because I was saying, like, point difference, it would be, like, a four, a three-point difference from... Mm. Oh. That's I was, what I was saying when I said that number. I rated them a three or four. Oh, okay. That's why, you know, I asked two separate questions. I did ask that with Todd. So, like, the degree difference, so that would make it... <laughs> that that would make probably, like... And, again, we over-inflate our attractiveness, and that's fine with me. Um, but that yeah. would probably make a five-point difference. Yeah, I was going to say five-point oh, difference. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, wait. Did you do fifteen years or ten years? Uh, bitch, five fucking years. All right. Next up, five. Bye. No, dude. Off mic. Because what are you talking about? We'll 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 we after this. That was just a date. We weren't really like doing much. Like we weren't mm, okay, okay. relationship wise. But I will say though, because I actually. Astrology wise, as a Gemini rising, and which would, and that would give me a Sag mid. I know I have an Aquarius midheaven as well. And then there was a Gemini Sag ascendant. Oh, okay. Basically, some, I know for me with all those like airy, strange mm-hmm. placements and those things, attractiveness, like when it comes to like your physical attractiveness, that obviously is important, but I could like, when if you can talk the talk if you're charming yeah, yeah. that's if confident you, if you right if Ooh. you have a certain little swag mm. i'll you i'll be a 10 in my eyes like, my i don't care <laughs> i'm like y'all care if my nigga is ugly because my literally he char- he's charming as so fuck yeah <laughs> tucks hair yes literally so <laughs> it's like yes that is important i do think that like you have to like yeah. not want to like vomit when you see the person that you love but like those other qualities it takes yeah. a right. long so, way to wrap it up my uh-huh. you have to say he was a blank but <laughs> so mine was a four but 
He was good at putting me on to new things. Mm. Mom was a four, but he was funny. If you know how to make me laugh, bro, or like you do Yo, one of those like little smile, bro. If I'm blushing, literally, <laughs> it's a red. Cheeks hurt. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna say he was probably like four ish. He was a four, but he was very charming and a good conversationalist. Mm. 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 He was a Gemini. Ooh, who was this person? Oh. <laughs> I think I went through a sad, sad Virgo era. I'm assuming he's a Virgo because it was like a very dark time in my life where every man consecutively was a Virgo. So I think he had to have probably been because he was in that era. Hmm. So yeah. Well, thank you. All yeah. right, bring it on in, Keith. Well, no, messy, bro. Chocolate. Oh, damn. Happy Black History Month to This with good personalities. <laughs> this. <laughs> sometimes be bringing the messy which is not on purpose um you know we gotta talk about the grammys we, we could not release an episode in the next few days without talking about what happened in the mess that the great well yeah the mess what others okay so the the peak of messy for me, oh. it wasn't even messy miss, I'm just, miss dion you know how i feel I about Celine Dion. if y'all saw our story Ooh. also i hope you guys are liking keep it up keep it up Ooh. i hope y'all are liking our segment on 10 days of love songs <laughs> but yeah um, taylor and then i didn't realize i didn't listen to her speech because i was literally like girl are you going to are you going to breathe next to this legend she Celine? literally took the grammy and just kiki ki and not only did she do that she said i brought lana del rey's loser yeah. ass who just lost in this category i dragged her up on stage because and lana did not look like she wanted to be there she, she, said she was hiding her. she said she was hiding so regina take a fucking <laughs> note and leave her it but i have here plastered here on the tv as my coined loser and i just want to tell everybody she is a legend that's fine and that's fine and well and, and i hope real. i hope lana does legendary things and continues to i hope but she don't there's a real, friend no more you don't know there's a real fucking legend next to yeah. you one that's already been made, not Who in the making. What was her last they appearance? They can sing both of them. And I love, I love True. Lana. You guys. Well, yeah. 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 I Lana, love me some Lana. There we go. More than I would ever feel about that other person. But shout yes. out to her too. But, but when Celine, the yes. icon is in front of you, I don't give a fuck about either of them yeah. being there. Are you kidding me? Accurate. Oh, you know how Rose dressed her? But wait, wasn't that her first like appearance? Did she yes. announce that she was sick? Okay, she has stiff so. person syndrome, which is a yeah. very hard. And uh, she looked good. She looked great. You know it. You the said, bot was bot. Don't look like what she's been through. No. Yes. And you know she's lost her husband. She's lost her son. Yeah. yeah. She's sick. Stiff person syndrome is a very like insidious disease. It's, it's not easy to go through. There's no cure. Mm. She gets up. Dressed by La Roche himself, Bruh. She yes. was dressed by La Roche. Mm -hmm. That's why she looked. Oh, she was one of my faves. And that's what you do. You put. It really looked like she was just standing like that Emmy girl in the fashion over pink yeah. dress. You saw the shiny girl, with shiny dress. <laughs> she was there all night, looking great too. Shout out to you, happy Black History Month. Nonetheless, Celine was right there, and I was just like, Celine, put the fuck on. Dion is next to you, and you acting like. A weirdo, and then like I didn't it was like how awkward she looks when she be winning. Yeah, like, my friend says she always does that. Somebody made a good point. She gives good tween behavior, T W E E N, <laughs> and that's really what she gave. Bounce around on that stage like she's never won a, a Grammy before. This is like that you literally fourth. know that you win all of them, so I don't know why you look so surprised either. It's like who me? They literally only let you win anything. Mm -hmm. But so, I was like, what's the surprise? And I also want to clarify too, because a lot of people keep saying that it's a race thing, which we can have a whole another segment on that it's not even the fact that taylor is white we just named lana who is white who could have also won that award and was very capable it's not the fact that she's white it's just the fact that they over hype her mm -hmm. and i feel like they give her these things or give her these awards for next to nothing when other black well, women or other artists are striving and fighting to even be in the same room as her and they're just gradually letting her float above everybody else like she's a somebody said celestial being bitch please i would say she it, i do think it is because i don't know um Marky, if you ever heard um lana del rey's music it, i feel like i did i might have heard like one or two let me well let me tell you 
Lana and Taylor do not make the same type of music, and that's no. why she would be proper. Lana mm. makes songs about doing coke with her rock star boyfriend, oh. who's a serial killer. Like she makes like vampire, like mm. like vampy, like one of my favorite songs is about like her being in love with a drug dealer. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's like it's kind of almost like she in a trailer <laughs> park, but you like. It's like classy, dirty, grimy. So mm. she could never be Taylor because Taylor is squeaky clean. Yeah. Like Taylor's vanilla. Yeah. Like Lana is Rocky Roll honey. And so I feel like it would like I would put more like Lana in that category with like a Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I can or see. Or somebody that. like um, that. But you know some of her songs, she sings summertime sadness. Yeah. I might know these, I just summertime, don't know if I know. Summertime sadness. Um, she's on Star Girl with the weekend. Young, okay. and, young and beautiful. I might have to run her back. No, nope, they're not ringing bells. Yeah, maybe I really didn't listen. I haven't listened to her. Yes, you know that song. Will you still love me when I'm no longer young and beautiful? Mm-mm. All right. Well, you know, I'm, yeah. this is not the month for me to tell you to get culture. No. <laughs> But <laughs> our first bitch, learn your white you. history. I will. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was like completely fucked up. But the Grammys are definitely political. It's yeah. Taylor. It's not just Taylor winning because of her music or her voice. It's everybody on her album going to politicking throughout the year yeah. to these parties and yep. to these cocktail hours and yep. to these PR lunches. And so like yep. that team is winning. It's and Taylor's the face of that, and they want to make her the face of America. Yada yada. I let's just go back to Miley Cyrus era. Miley's, Miley's had some blips. Oh. She hasn't. She just definitely doesn't have a clean slate with me. Or excuse me, a perfect squeaky clean slate with me. But I think um, I saw somebody say she showed up with a lot of like humility, fun, and reflection, Le- and, and just herself. Yeah, Miley. she was. I, I really appreciate so, her. Um, and yeah, so I feel like the artists that were up for best album didn't stand a chance. Kind of. I mean, their music did. Yeah. SZA charted for ten Bro. weeks, more than any other female artist in 2023. Bro. And still didn't get it. So we know it's not about the numbers. No. We know it's not about no, that's what the variety. And that's what I also think that Jay-Z was getting at with mm-hmm. his, um, you know, speech that, you know, there's other contexts where we can maybe pick apart. But the fact is, is that we've gone so many years with, like, great artists being robbed. Yeah. Like, I still, I can go down the list, but I still feel so angry when I think about the fact that Best Rap Album went to Macklemore yep. mm-hmm. when freaking Kendrick Lamar's yeah. first album came out, like his first premiere yeah. album, mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City. Like, that still makes me angry to think of freaking even Adele when she won yeah. against Lemonade. She was like, I'm so I sorry. I can't take this. I don't yeah. think it's like she yeah. even, and so did Macklemore. Macklemore sent a long apology to Kendrick because Which he felt wild. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. freaking, it's just, it's year after year after year yep. after year of this happening. The fact that SZA won control one, that she didn't win a Grammy that year is literally ridiculous. Like, yeah. it happens all the time. And so, anti. But you know what? When, ah! If there's anybody boycotting um, the motherfucking Grammys, it is Rihanna. She, she said, said, fuck y'all. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make my millions doing everything, everything else. Everything else under the sun, but not singing a goddamn yeah. tune. And as a lover of rap music, like they yeah. still to this day do not televise yep. Yep. the the rap category. Kind of, like they yeah. just put it online like so and so one. Like they don't even feel like it's I good enough those. to be on TV. Yeah, and I hate that's those. but that's where like I'm ready to boycott the Grammys for real. I, I, mean, I, I, was. Not, I actually did not I just know it from like the clips I've seen, but I I've been over it. It's too many, um, agree- to me, felt like egregious yeah. losses where I'm like, yeah. I actually don't give a fuck. Mm. I think, was this like maybe two years ago when Drake won a Grammy? I forget for what song, but he was like, hey, to all the artists, I want to tell you, like, this award doesn't mean anything. Keep going. Do what you yeah. got to do. This is just a moment, mm-hmm. but this does not determine your worth. And I'm like, period. And that's what I feel like a lot of them. Miley did that. Like, even though she won her first she Grammy, she kept saying Oh. And she, no, she what was mean. Just saying, like, I can't believe Mariah Carey oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She knows icons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But I think it was a huge emphasis. Even Victoria Monet, who won her first Grammys this year, yeah, shout out she her. was even saying, like, this is amazing to me and it shows how much work I put in. But, like, don't allow that to be your only focus as an artist or as a creator. And that's the thing, because don't even get me started with just the politics of the music industry. Because yeah. Victoria Monet just won her first Grammy, but just earlier 
the, a couple months ago for the VMAs, they told her that she she couldn't be on the main stage there because she needed to still grow as an artist. Well, mm -hmm. pussy, I got a Grammy now. Yeah, so right. who needs to grow more yeah. as an artist in general? It's just like these people just have their picks, they have their faves. Yeah, and to me, that's like where it's just like. That's why I'm just over because it's like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if people are excellent. It doesn't matter yes. because you just have your picks already, and I yep. feel like Renaissance. That's what they truly have me. Let's Renaissance. Yeah, it was a cultural global shift. Lemonade was too, touched, but Lemonade was, and I think I what I love about Lemonade is it indoctrinated every black culture yeah. being seen and being heard and being sung. Mm -hmm. Renaissance did black culture, gay culture. Um, Help me. Fashion ball culture, room, ball ballroom, church girl culture, yeah. second, oof, girl. Just, Bruh, just so many cultures whole, they could the touch whole on. Thing. Gospel, so yeah. it's like, if you don't like that, what the absolute. What are you looking for? You, you're not looking for anything that's actually a. They no, have my girl Adele in Vegas at that damn. Um, <laughs> she said, everybody on me. Like, that's how much of a cultural thing was it that other artists were taking pics and that's from what that. i've seen too even with like her self-titled album like she's changed the way that people have dropped albums she's changed the way that yes. people are making visuals she's changed the way that people are lining up at the grammys to take a picture with her mm -hmm. are you here for the grammys or are you here for beyonce like be for real she is such a icon and, and i want to say one last thing for Taylor, because I understand because she's a cancer moon and so am I, so I seek you with the victim mentality. Mm. Taylor, listen, <laughs> start. Yeah. We get it. The kind of thing happened. Yeah. Honey, you literally, like, you're no longer, like, the underdog. Yeah. Right. Okay. Not the little but girl not. from the backwoods of Pennsylvania and strumming I'm, on a guitar. And that's are not started. the underdog anymore. And I'm tired. It's played. Well, the it's country has. Played abided by her and coddled her because of that that girl be polluting our air I was, I was just gonna say i'm not forgotten what she's done with air pollution <laughs> she is no longer the victim she's literally in her villain era literally i mean yeah i just don't see no lies mm -hmm. but uh, the fact that i love too is that everybody is going hard um, unfortunately on her even i've seen taylor fans be like i love her i'm a swifty but like Celine Dion or how dare you act that way? How dare you drag Lana that way? Like and a lot was of she drunk? Like what like I she don't think she drinks. Drunk. I don't she was not drunk. Lana, if you watch the clip, I don't know if you've seen the clip, Lana was literally like removing like trying to like go back to her seat. She mm -hmm. literally had to drag her on that stage. And I'm like, why where's your ignorance? You were just in a category with her and one. Yes, it's your friend, but like and our why? life because the way she flew that I don't understand like she literally had to pull her all the way there <sighs> embarrassing we're, we're done with your cancer moon antics <laughs> you signed another cancer moon the only sad woman I care about on stage was Miley oh speaking Miley of sad women y'all so what did y'all think about them announcing um, Nikki winning and then taking it back like never mind? <laughs> wait, wait, that? what? On the Grammys? Mm -hmm. No, they did. They did it on like it was one that wasn't televised, but they said that like she and um, Ice Spice won for Barbie World. Yeah, I saw but it. then they, they took, took it, it back, back. and um, I, I feel like that was <laughs> target. <laughs> I think that was in purpose because it's like I how did y'all do that? that? Yeah, I forget, I forget who they actually gave it to. It was someone I never heard of. That's why I didn't remember it. Hold on. Where but, was she? Did y'all see that clip recently? She was out performing somewhere and they were booing her. <laughs> when she was twerking on stage. <laughs> Bye. I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know. That could be a whole nother conversation too. I wonder that what that cool. was about because we know Hollywood does not know a lot of predators. So they don't care that Nikki's husband is, his, is her husband. Oh yeah, they definitely. It was no. I don't think it was because of that. I think it's the um. You would think what's going on with her and Megan? Yeah, and her, the Bigfoot thing. Was it kill? It was Killer Mike. Oh yeah. Yes. Killer Mike got arrested. What was that about? Um, oh yeah, I. He got into a little snuffle. I think outside. Oh, that's what that was. It just everything was chaos <laughs> and negativity. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? People getting arrested. Yeah, I, it was no context. It was zero to But. What I will say, <laughs> just to go into, and I don't want to, if, if y'all don't want to, completely go into the, the whole negation of it. <laughs> I will say, as a tall woman, Nikki, <laughs> get watch her. it. Get her. <laughs> you talking about Bigfoot. Okay. I just 
reposted on TikTok. It was like all the five eight and up girls is looking like what happening? Like what we talking about? Damn. Because we can all catch play the reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs> that last part of the song though was funny, and I do sometimes think about it. Like what you said. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it. It does make me chuckle in my head. However, <laughs> not too much not on the big feet, honey. Keep it cute. It's also like very elementary. Like, what in a yeah. fourth grade insult is this? But like, she had that in the block box for a while. She dropped that too quick. You had that waiting in the cut for a fucking rainy day. Also, not to be okay, I'll go there as someone who just recently lost my parent. I also feel like that might have been the spirit of Meg's mom that yeah. did that little snub. Yeah. I I would be careful. I would I would just say I would be careful. Yeah. Talking about that, you mentioned stuff like that and we're going into like a different place like But what's also know. hilarious too is that Megan even said if you catch a stray, you catch a stray. Mm -hmm. But she did not directly like what Megan and that's did. Not so you the only one that's a you're, you're a nigga the only one that's a fucking predator. Like, Literally everyone is a predator around be here. For real. We had this whole like diddy Who? shit. We have it's a lot of white you immediately heard that and you immediately was like they're talking about my foot. nigga <laughs> okay when she with the whole diss track was about drake <laughs> that's what i thought too but i heard like it young money probably i don't know i would not be surprised I mean, although i don't got no gemini or crazy placements if i could put a little conspiracy sprinkle on this i'm not be surprised they keep her drugged up and in, in the front because drake mm. and wayne can't come at megan yeah but he kind of did with his little horsey. I think he made yeah, some he little in his last album. He did. Oh, yes, he I did. didn't listen to it because I heard he did. So I was like, and I like Drake music. I'm a college guy. I'm a black friend. Mm -hmm. I went to college. We all like Drake music. But, but that's why I haven't listened I to any listened stuff to it since. And I thought that she was talking about him. That's why I was also confused when when Nicki got so upset. I'm like, is it not clear that she was talking about Drake? Yeah. I mean, because Drake also has weird allegations when it comes to like Millie Bobby Brown and all the other stuff. So yeah, that's why I'm like, that's true. You made the shoe fit when I feel like, because I think she just has a <laughs> shoe fit. But yeah. I think that she just has an issue with Megan, so she instantly she got her yeah. feels about it. Because when it first happened and everyone was saying um, Megan was talking about Nikki, I was confused too because I'm like, they had a whole song together. Like, what was even the beef for her to even be attacking Nikki? So I was even confused, but I'm like, sure. If the shoe fits, it well, fits. Well, Nikki said she ain't fuck with her sister, Miss Christopher oh. Reeves, which I, when she said that, I was like, why are we making shots at mm -hmm. Megan? Like, yeah. I'm confused. But also, like, other, other artists have thrown shots at Nikki and she hasn't come up. With a whole nine, <laughs> 36 <laughs> bars on the bitch. Yeah. Lotto said something. Well, I'm pretty sure she was talking about Nikki when she said, thought I was going to kiss her ass. She ain't, must ain't take her meds. Mm -hmm. No, but I, they actively have been like beefing. I think she did one of her like lottery lines or something mm -hmm. in the album was about mm -hmm. Lotto. But like, oh. I just, what I will say is, let go and let go. <laughs> I, what I want. For Nikki because I think that she is a legend. I think that she mm -hmm. is an amazing talent. I I can it's just very clear that Nikki does not have real friends around her. Anyone that would mm -hmm. tell her like, listen, like you're drawing, like you're doing too much. I, it sounds like it feels like it's a whole bunch of yes men because I don't know how you could listen to that Bigfoot and tell her to release that and that is giving like I. Yeah. pray for actual community around her that can check her and that she gets whatever help that she needs because all this is not thorough like we need help you also lost a parent to nikki mm -hmm. like i i hate that for you to even like be in a place where you feel like you need to speak about that because that's something that you know firsthand is very mm -hmm. painful you know so it's like why even I don't and I also don't think that you have a problem enough with Megan where she would even deserve that level of venom mm -hmm. so it just feels like there's a lot of pain and misguided anger that I just hope that she works through mm. that's very well said yeah and I'm like why she did she what could she have done to deserve that like yeah. that's crazy yeah like when but, I and I think that's why I stopped listening because when I heard that I was like what no you didn't just talk about her dead mom like, about 32 bars <laughs> I, I, nah, that's probably why I haven't finished the whole album. I never actually listened to it. I just song. heard the clip and I was like, oh, yeah, this is something. Yeah. So Meanwhile, this is number one. And she Megan has all the rights. <laughs> she just signed with Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. So she has all the rights to her music now. So, meanwhile, <laughs> Megan ain't missing no meals. I'm praying for everybody.
Nikki has a song on Pink Friday. It's one of my favorite. It's called Old Nikki or Dear Old Nikki. Mm-hmm. Dear Old Nikki, please write back. <laughs> please. And that was us holding space. Aside from Black History Month, but also never aside from Black History Month, because every month is Black History Month. <laughs> um, in addition to Black History Month, it's also February, which is the time for love. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the meme. Yes. I showed you earlier before you got here. It was a meme of a couple sitting on like a hill and somebody had a flip-flop. It was like me on Valentine's Day and it tried to throw it at them. So and if they were Hispanic, they hit. That shit landed and came back. No, I definitely saw so, this video that I left there too. It was like, Mwah. no Valentine. <laughs> but then he t- guy, it was a guy who turned around and faced a wall. Was like, oh, <laughs> no Valentine. Well, yeah. But it is I just love month and whatever. Yes. Whatever iteration you would like for yourself, whether it's self love. Yes. Romantic love. Galentine's. The Galentine's is Friendship cute. love, familial love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> giving them love to your kids. I love giving bus. shit for Valentine's Day for mm-hmm. my, my parents and grandparents. Yeah. I actually, I used to miss like going off and we'll get back to it. But um, I saw a video of this woman making these cute uh, like goody things. She made like basically like fake looking like giant lollipops that were like to go things for her her daughter's like classmates mm-hmm. and i'm like oh i miss like valentine's mm-hmm. day in like school oh, where you yes. get like the cartoon character yeah. like card game yeah. and then my like closest people i would give them the best ones and if people wouldn't give a fuck about i would just like <laughs> like you get the ugly character because mm-hmm. i don't really know oh you like gosh. that and i love picking it i think that's so sweet because it kind of it's an early awareness of your feelings towards people mm-hmm it is yeah like that kids get to kind of have we don't label it that way but it's it's an occurrence of like Mm -hmm. this person the degree of closeness or likeness i have to them determines how special i want to make this Mm, yeah Um, yeah that's fair if they're still doing that in the schools it seems like it. I don't they know. Are. I think they do. I don't know if they do it more or like how they do it, but I think they do something. But okay. I actually liked it being a little more family based, like going out with your parents mm-hmm. and picking your Valentines. Mm-hmm. I think I probably my baddest ones were probably like the brats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I think I had Powerpuff ones one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember having a Powerpuff one. Why do I? I'm not remembering the designs anymore right now. I could picture a purple one for some reason. But I can definitely still like potently feel the anxiety of giving one of those Valentine's things to a boy that I actually thought was cute. Because that's the person mm-hmm. I would downplay the most. I'll be like, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> actually, like, Girl. No, that's the one I would be doing using three wasted valentines just so i made sure i wrote it perfectly oh true virgo fashion <laughs> see where i'm on i'm like avoiding eye contact i'm like here i would put the best sticker or draw a little something extra mm-hmm. on that i don't feel like i was doing all that i think mine was just simple it was just candy i'm just giving it out to people but like of course the person i like might have got like the blue jolly rancher instead mm-hmm. of the great one but i don't think i was writing cards i think i was just handing out candy yeah, I used to. Uh, I did love that, and all the candy that you come home oh, with. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like Halloween part two. Mm-hmm. Such good times. Oh, shout out to the children Easier that y'all times. better not be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to people that know kids. <laughs> <laughs> no kids. You know somebody. You know somebody. You know somebody. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got the most kids in your family. Out of three I'm definitely. No. I'm the one that knows some kids. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say you're actually. I technically I'm my aunt too, but. There, she's like eight hours away. And my sister, let me tell them, sisters, if y'all are ever listening, them cats ain't getting shit from me. <laughs> Start. God damn. Give a little cat trip. Cat. I don't know. A give her a cat nip, a little treat. Child, put a little more nip in than what they played. <laughs> All right, not mine. <laughs> Fuck the cat. <laughs> but we did want to talk about an interesting thing mm. that I think has also, I think, come up a lot culturally, but also potentially on our couches. Um, but love versus limerence. Mm. Now, I wanted to kind of give just some information first of limerence because I know for some people that may be a new term. It is a big word for 
Oh, speaking of Elmo. Child. Elmo need to stay off Twitter. What? Did Elmo do something? You didn't see what Elmo asked how the world was, do- how everybody was doing, and everybody was like, Elmo, it is a dumpster fire out yes, here. Yes, girl. Oh, girl. Like, he said, how's everyone doing out there? And like for days, people were like, we hate it. Like, the life is over. Elmo's going to have to like call, make a 302. Yeah. Yeah. But Elmo came back, though. He was like, um, thanks for letting Elmo know. I'll be sure to check in more with you guys. He literally just said, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Y'all be hard though. Y'all be easy. Elmo, people are dying. Chin up. Chin up. But yes, limerence is a big word for Elmo. It is. What does it mean, Todd? And so to give a little, a little bit, we ain't gonna go that far into it. But just to give some context of this invention, the word limerence was invented in the early 1970s by Dorothy Mm. Tenov, who at the time was researching the experience of love, um, of falling in love. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like turned on its head at the point because originally it talked about um, it, it was coming at the time to mean more so of falling in love. However, now it, it, it talks about more so of the someone being in a space of almost kind of like being stuck in a space of the fantasy of love versus the Mm. reality of the love. Mm -hmm. Um, And also people typically talk about limerence um, and it's a lot of times exchanged also for the term or a discussion of love obsession. So it's just talking about when just maybe even if you see things that may show you hints of the reality of a person you choose to deny it you see them walking down when i think of limerence i'm thinking of what is the character from um helga helga oh yes i wasn't oh, even that's thinking, not her, was but thinking that is not, i was thinking from euphoria um oh, i don't watch it oh i do yeah. who are you talking about um oh ruse was the white girl um, was ruse blonde what's her name and she was like Maddie? I just want to look pretty mm-hmm. for you, Maddie's best Not friend. Maddie. Oh wait, you weren't talking about Maddie. I thought you were talking no, about Maddie's best friend. What is her name? But Lex- she's doing all the things. But yeah, no, not Lexi. But Lex- I was, was just thinking about you. Never watched the team, but there was a full. I seen that fight in the bathroom. But prior <laughs> in that same episode, like she, she, she was, was completely her in her best friend's man. Yeah, but she was a completely in limerence. Like the whole episode, they show her routine about how she woke up. She would wake mm-hmm. up four o'clock every morning yep. to do all these skincare routines. She would be tightening. She'd be guashing for her life, doing all these mm-hmm. things for this man. Yeah. Mask on. She would go to school completely like in there like, I can't wait till he sees me. I can't wait till he sees me. And then he'll walk by and not even look in her direction. And she would literally look like she's like crumbling Mm -hmm. because he didn't. Bitch, I would too. (laughs) Washing my fucking thighs. Yeah. Washing my thighs. Washing my thighs. (laughs) She washed her whole existence. And she was in there too. Like 5 a.m. Like early in that. To look, and also she was trying to look like Maddie because Maddie was the one mm-hmm. that he was truly like in love with. So she was starting to like slowly do a routine to look more like her. Mm-hmm. But it was just complete limits for the fact of like he was not a good person. He was not good to her. Mm-hmm. He kept saying like I don't like you. So it was more about the fantasy. But keywords plot twist of, like, though, he was engaging in acts with her. Like right. they, they had like a relationship that like her, but he but he, was outside, he didn't like her. Right. Like on the outside, he would say he he wouldn't like her. He didn't like her. But I think a piece of that limerence is also like the person that you're obsessed with. If we're using that word, giving you pieces, even if it's not what you, if it's not reciprocal, they're giving you something to still like hang on to. Yeah. And that's what he was doing, and that's why she took it to that extent. Mm-hmm. And also, like in articles that I read about. Um, limerence typically it is related to some sorts of trauma in a person's life Mm. um a lot of times it's also at times a category that relates to bpd Um, a lot of people when we have these really intense responses um to relationships or you know it can be part limerence can be just one part but obviously it's much more context when it comes to that um but i guess even when I think about these particular characters, even like a Helga, or I don't know why her name is going to immediately come up as soon as we leave the girl from Euphoria, we get mm-hmm. some background and some context about their upbringings where you can see where maybe you can be, have this attraction to people who are inherently unavailable in a typical way. But I mm-hmm. guess, how have you guys seen this or, you know, on your couches or 
just in general like limerence mm-hmm. Well, for one, I think it's a very slippery slope when we're all discovering what love is. Mm, Puppy yeah. love, teenage love. It actually yeah. does kind of start out with a little bit of obsession. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, you want to not to the point where I'm washing my <laughs> thighs and waking up at 5 a.m. But you lose sight of self when you don't have the emotional maturity behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't have the self-esteem behind you or maybe even the, the right people, right right guidance around you, yeah. um, which is a you know trauma breeding field too. Mm-hmm. But you can lose distance. I've definitely woken up a little earlier in middle mm-hmm. school to put my eyeliner <laughs> on um, or <laughs> fry my fucking yes. hair. Heavy on the fry um, there. I've definitely been excited at the end of the hallway to see mm-hmm. someone so walk by. Let me tell you about how I often definitely- I didn't sleep back then because i'll be on the phone all, all night, night. Um, yeah i'd be blasting fantasia when i see you oh my God. feeling every fucking lyric so i think it's a very i mean it's in a good way a low vibe of what what uh love can feel like in maybe like how we discover love there's a thin line mm-hmm. um but i do see in adulthood and in teenagehood i feel like i see it on my couch in both ways but i do see ways where limerence is just a direct run away from yourself you mm-hmm. are so obsessed with somebody else someone else's life um perhaps what they're doing but also perhaps the fantasy of what could be mm-hmm. yeah. um that you're not really waking up and living your life for you um and <laughs> i'll be a little transparent but like yeah i've definitely felt like when i fill my life with more shit for me whether that's going to cafes or reading or walking or making time with my friends cooking i am living my life i'm living it living it living it i'm not looking at somebody else's life Mm -hmm. yeah and i will say um even in my own journey of learning how to have a relationship with myself while simultaneously having a relationship with others because it is a balancing act that i at times like especially younger me it felt a lot more complicated to do and i would just choose other people Mm -hmm. and and kind of throw to the side my relationship to myself um, I see that happening um, with clients a lot mm-hmm. where it's like, well, what do you, what do you like to do? Because they're like, oh, well, he likes to do mm-hmm. this or like, well, mm-hmm. she don't eat that or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, well, what about you? And mm-hmm. it's just interesting when we see that transition. And it, it is a hard thing. And especially if that's something that hasn't been like we we're saying with our community taught to us yeah. or um, something that was modeled to us. You know, if you had parents that maybe were like, screw y'all, I'm leaving y'all for my man, too. It's like hard for you to have really good boundaries yourself, Mm -hmm. you know. So um, I see it. I see it often, but not to this like to really big extreme. Like a dangerous. Yeah. Not to a scary place. Mm -hmm. I definitely had a couple clients. I have one right now that was in. um, She's been with her. Well, ex fiance now, but they've been they were together since she was like 13. So I'm seeing a lot of that, which you were saying to you in terms of like, um, you know, just growing up and being in that teenage type of love and then not separating yourself from that because that's been your person since you were 13. And now you're going on 30 and you're just like, and they broke up. But it's like, what is my life without this person now? Like, who am I? Because everything that you did was with this person, everything that you enjoyed. Did you really enjoy or did you just enjoy it because that was what your person liked to do? So it's kind of now we're in the process of like trying to find like their own interest in, in things like that. So I think like they're talking about like something that naturally happens in a, in a breakup that long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they might have like on the forefront in their teenage years started building off of some obsession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually I want to take back to because I I do feel like this does this kind of like limerence behavior where you kind of have to reality check a lot with clients happens mostly with um, some of my um, borderline clients mm-hmm. um, where it is mm-hmm. we're almost that Same. sense of self and that um, even like kind of sense of like reality about the person and what's happening mm-hmm. um, can go left I do feel like what I do enjoy about my um, borderline clients is that honesty goes a long way and we do like a lot of good reality checking where and sometimes especially i I thank goodness that i have the rapport with some of these like these clients as well that we just with tough love because i'm like listen Mm -hmm. this ain't it yeah i don't like like what the hell is going Mm -hmm. on i think rapport is so important yeah we finish your thought 
no that was pretty much it but yeah and i think from the outside looking in if we, if we still recorded our sessions like we did in the old days mm -hmm. it does look harsh it does look like you're being a bit blunt um but one if you have the rapport you and that client can work within those lines yeah and two you do have to model reality checking i remember telling the client like that actually doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. and it doesn't because i don't want you to get lost in this tailspin mm -hmm. over this fantasy mm -hmm. yeah shout out I will say because and obviously you to be in this field you can't have um you have to have a certain level of just understanding and empathy because I see like my um clients that can get in these limerent spaces the their hearts they want to they have so much love to give yes um, yes and they also have a deep yearning for it but I, I think part of our reality checking as well is me kind of grounding them of like you have so much to give and i don't want you to be in a space where like you're searching for water in a desert it's like yeah just because you want it so bad doesn't mean that this is the person that'll give it to you or but or also i want you to be mindful that a lot of times the love that you're looking from this other person you have a well of it yourself and sometimes you're denying yourself of this constant supply because you're looking for someone else to fill it when you're right there mm -hmm. so what can limerence really look like like what are some actions where if your listeners are on the line of limerence being obsessed yeah i think when you're noticing your thoughts kind of like when you're like, oh, do you like this? Well, he likes this or she likes this. Or when you're just noticing that your thought patterns tend to lean more towards your romantic interest, your romantic partner. Mm -hmm. You're struggling to consider your own goals, wants, needs. Oh, yeah. I like how Ty and I, we were talking about this before we started recording. And a lot of yours comes from the very first part of obsession, which is, well, trauma. But then the mindset around it, like, thinking about them thinking about their likes and overall losing sight of your future mm -hmm. as self um when i explain to, to clients about attachment versus relationships humans we are meant to be in relation to each other we're supposed to have relationships so when trees grow in a forest they grow next to each other but they're not attached what's attached to trees are, are, is moss mm -hmm. and tangled roots you don't want to be attached to somebody and so i, I try to give my clients and patients a uh depiction when i say it in that way and i kind of extend it beyond the thoughts and say like look at these behaviors that can become a bit obsessive if you're on their social media mm -hmm. daily multiple times a day um if you're the first to see their story so much if you're checking your phone to see if they text you if you are driving by their house i am not above <laughs> it and i am not judging you but <laughs> just take a left turn but context as a therapist i'm like okay but tell me why right was it really on your way home okay but take the left turn mm -hmm. okay um those actions you know are you yeah are you surrounded by their photos mm -hmm. <laughs> poor helga um, are you walking around in their clothes i mean and this depends on like how close you are with this did you person. make a gum sculpture of the head <laughs> it's a little too specific um, I'm screaming but things of that nature so like what actions come about when you're with um or when you are limerating for some mm -hmm. that's not a word with somebody and those are like more obvious ones but ty had touched on that character who does insidious one or discreet ones if you're working out for anybody else if you're changing your diet for anybody else and those mm -hmm. are your action behavior. if you're wearing certain brands because somebody likes it if you're wearing your hair a certain way these are things that are taking you steps away from yourself just to be mm -hmm. closer with somebody else and and ideal in an ideology of something else yeah mm -hmm. and to play off that last um concept too um they say like a big thing is when we're idealizing that person in general where it's yeah. like they have no flaws they're perfect mm -hmm. you know it almost kind of gives me like that movie swarm you know or like mm -hmm. kind of like stand culture um mm -hmm. but like you're treating an actual real human being in in that way of like they're like a god for mm -hmm. you of like they don't do anything wrong they're perfect they're great they're wonderful they mm -hmm. shit don't think basically and it's like and sometimes and we talk about that less with limerence but more sometimes certain attachment styles have a propensity to put people on pedestals and we talk about um what it means and actually sometimes we think that putting people on pedestals is doing them a favor when actually it's 
dehumanizing them because like they're a human with problems mm-hmm. with real shit going on too and when you think they're just perfect you're not actually really able to be there for them like you could be if you saw them for who they are as a whole person but you know that's definitely another insidious one too that can show up in really small ways but also can be like really big too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. along with like even if if you're listening and you're obsessive and you're, you don't put them on a pedestal you see their flaws if you are still doing those actions to be engaged with that limerence is probably still something you should tune into <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. Q, you have a thought um the only thing i keep thinking of in terms of limerence which i feel like you guys already touched on was just like the the thoughts i'm thinking or even more i think you guys said more of the um beginning stages i think i was thinking more of like the extended stages of like changing like your something that's really meaningful to you so maybe like your morals or like religion your values like who you are or the things that you really connected with as a person through your experiences and you're completely shifting them so that they align with the person that you're with even if you don't really agree with it but you're doing it and out of just because your person is agreeing with it and that's what they like mm-hmm. right next thing you know you're getting a tattoo of them on your face <laughs> well oh. that's <laughs> that can be a category and ultimately it's just not going to work even if you guys are obsessed yeah. with each other it's not going to work yeah um because it's just not healthy you guys are growing mold on mm-hmm. a rooted tree versus like mm-hmm. growing together and when my patients are starting relationships and they're <laughs> they're in their fields and they're so happy and excited and i'm happy and excited for them mm-hmm. i also create a huge emphasis on their goals and what mm-hmm. they want to do in life and how that can happen together yeah um because that's just the foundation of a relationship that's going to be sustainable i had a client say she's not into video games and there's nothing about her that gives gamer <laughs> and she had her love interest like like um she was like let's play Fortnite." now she knows how to play she could bust it down um but I had to say okay and what are you guys going to do in ideas with your interests mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. it's okay to do something but when you become obsessed you are unbalancing so hard just in their interests yeah so do things that are in within your interests and feed yourself feed yourself because guess what if that relationship doesn't work out you still got to go to that museum you still mm-hmm. got to go to that ice cream place you still got to spend nice days on walks and areas that you wanted to you still filled your cup in a way yeah that's the balance i have yeah noticed that pattern to existing of like almost kind of like we're talking about with the character turning into maddie i've seen um when i'm i've just observed sometimes when i see a client i'm like you're changing because of them (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. and i want you but also keeping that relationship to ourselves of understanding number one they fell in love with you not a reflection of themselves yeah and it's like i want you to notice that maybe you're mirroring them a little too much and and that's the beauty like they wanted to get to know you you know they wanted to that's what makes us special is that we and sometimes limerence can get us out of it where we feel like we always have to be in sync and and incompatible Mm -hmm. it's like oh that's the spice of life is that you like peanut butter i like jelly sometimes we don't like the same thing and sometimes we may be like oh that's cool that's interesting like we don't always have to be be like same brain Mm -hmm. you know and relationships work better when you're i feel like relationships work better when you're not identical like i feel like that's how you can learn from each other too if like you like peanut butter i like jelly okay well why do you like peanut butter what's special about that like i feel like you can you learn from each other if we were completely identical where are we going we're doing the same thing every day we're thinking the same thing every day yeah. i don't think in my adult years i've been obsessive i've had my <laughs> i've had my setbacks but <laughs> overall not really obsessive but one way i, I kind of identify that now and something i'm so proud of um my probably like the last thing that ended for me uh while that relationship ended y'all nothing else did and i was so proud of myself Mm. like my workout routine didn't end my time with friends didn't end my cooking didn't end Mm. my skincare didn't end nothing because i wasn't doing anything for them yeah 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 for them Um, and i think that's just i want to share that because that's a good gauge for any listeners that kind of like pick up these habits or you know um indulge in maybe like it's okay to meet a partner and try new things Mm -hmm. um but sometimes you're again stepping so close to their things that you neglect your own and if you kind of get out of relationships and you realize "Mm, i haven't been in the gym because i don't fucking like that shit Mm -hmm. Um, or you know what i don't watch football every fucking sunday on my Mm -hmm. own or something like that um or i'm not gaming like i used to that's great that's an invitation to put those things down and get back to maybe some of your other interests and that's a sign yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah, I can definitely, even from a personal um, standpoint as well, I think it was, um, I just noticed a pattern of in me in past relationships. And that was my own journey of trying to just solidify my own relationship with myself. Because I would notice I would lose myself. Mm -hmm. I would, the things that were important to me, I would slowly not do them as much mm -hmm. or, you know, I remember there was even the time like y'all y'all know me as my friends I'm lively and I'm you know I'm talkative and I'm passionate and I remember years ago I dated somebody that was really um talkative like in public things and I know I saw myself like like shrinking mm -hmm. my personality because I don't know in my head mm -hmm. I almost made this internal contract I'm like I'll let that be his thing mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't have to let it be mine. Like yeah. I'll let him do it. And so I just, and then it appeared like I'm quiet and shit. Like I like, but, and I noticed that that was a pattern and kind of just made like a personal contract of like, you will maintain your fucking personality, mm -hmm. Gemini rising. Like just mm -hmm. because you see is not a competition or you don't have to concede. And I think maybe I thought it was like chivalrous, like, Oh, I'll, I'll let him do it. I'm okay with like whatever mm -hmm. kind of martyr shit I was doing, but like really, I just had to take account of like if I'm gaining this this specific and enduring relationship with myself, that means that I don't change it for others. Mm -hmm. I don't have to tailor it because someone else is here and let and dim my light for someone else or whatever that may be but just consistently try to be grounded in who i am right yeah i do feel like one piece of things ending when you're um overly involved with somebody else's interests are when things end they're not even leaving you like they're mm -hmm. leaving the person that you were putting yourself out there to be yeah and what what a waste yeah they're what not even leaving the true you <laughs> yeah what a waste of your time um for you so like i made a pledge like if i'm gonna be rejected it's gonna be all of me and not mm -hmm. not me Ooh. performing or whatever the fuck yeah i think another thing and maybe i feel like yeah i feel like i don't know if all of us could agree but i know i feel like i do that sometimes entering new relationships and only being with that person so you're neglecting maybe like friendships or you're neglecting mm -hmm. um even yourself like spending time with yourself is just as important mm -hmm. and i feel like that can be a piece of it as well and i feel like i could be a little guilty of that of not maybe not friends as much now but more so like myself knowing that like i do need to recharge i need to be in my own space and i'm neglecting that piece because i only want to spend time with that person and only want to be around them for you know ample amount of time mm -hmm. i see that on the couch i see i mean kind yeah. of personally too i think you guys know i'm pretty distinct when i need my space mm -hmm. um and i made that clear my partnerships too but it's not always easy it's not mm -hmm. always like simple um, and I see that on the couch too of like wait like we were just so obsessed with each other for like the first month and mm -hmm. like what does this mean that I actually don't want to spend as much time with them yeah. um, and it means they're probably ready for the next stage of sustainability <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah mm -hmm. so if we're kind of saying what limerence is and we're kind of giving that word and like, des descriptions and examples what is love what can we tell the listeners about hey this is love keep going green mm -hmm. flags oh, we love the green flags like just from our just oh let's we can actually give like a definition definition oh can we can we really define love i know and i feel like no let's just see if we just let's Wait, just look up the general i want to see what is what people love want is. to say i don't know so whether it's real existential <laughs> <laughs> why well, type in what is love in a song came up <laughs> what is love <laughs> baby it don't hurt me <laughs> <laughs> Which is also accurate, though. That's love. Don't hurt me. No more. <laughs> y'all got chills. Y'all know y'all gonna get a, a Y'all goddamn always millennials. Get a song oh my God. Always get a song. I don't even know millennials. That's that's some Gen X stuff. I think it's just so. around. Okay. It, these are all very broad and see. It, yeah. Because then it also, they start breaking it down. Passionate love versus companion <laughs> love. Girl. Ethos. Pathos. <laughs> My dumb ass like, Logo. what is love? Logos. And upset that the damn song came on, child. What is love? Oh, yeah, that is. I do remember Eros love and all that. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. All right. It don't even really want to tell. But that I guess that speaks to how complicated or how diverse. How objective mm -hmm. it really is. It just says an intense, deep 
feeling <laughs> an intense feeling of deep affection mm, that's super broad i don't know when i think of love i think of more of like um like i don't have a definition i just think of more of a feeling i feel like love is just calm and i feel like that can be with family that can be with friends like when you get a sense of just like peace you feel at ease because you know that the people around you or who you're in a relationship with who you're surrounding yourself with is calming oh i like I that like because you really can feel so at peace and kind of yeah. still i think about when you meet up with your friends like you just be like oh, my girls like i am so happy if we're just naming words you said calm i would actually say like warm Hmm. That's such a good one. That is a good one. Of just, you know, being around people that, I guess, because, and maybe this is all my cancer placements, of like, I love when people feel like home. Mm. You know? And yeah. I feel like people that I love, mm-hmm. and maybe the home and the house that we've built in our connection looks different. Maybe some is a townhouse, some mm-hmm. is a mansion, some is a condo. Some is a sky rise for the niggas that have been there. <laughs> <laughs> right some are like a fortress with moats in front of it and everything but i think when it just feels really familiar and it's like a connection that we all can kind of like come to in this mm-hmm. particular way and it just feels familiar and warm and like i know you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay damn these are some good follow-ups <laughs> <laughs> but to me love is acceptance and yeah. I say oh. that in a piece. Somebody recently, I felt like um, Willow and Jada. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes. <laughs> I I think acceptance because um, yeah, somebody recently or like in one of my occurrences, not recently, but had tried to change the way they worded something, and I could tell like it was too in consideration of me mm-hmm. and I thought their opinion was different than mine, but completely valid. And I told them like, no, 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 don't change that um, because if I'm going to love somebody i want to love you like mm-hmm. you, you ha- as you are how you are um and if you accept somebody you can accept them as they grow mm-hmm. you can accept them as they change you can, you can accept them as they are so oh. love is acceptance that was beautiful so calm, calm warmth, warmth and acceptance, acceptance. period I love those. because when it comes to our couch you, you can, can always, always sit with us, with us.